everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Time with Tom and Tina. And today, Tom and Tina is just Tom. <laughs> uh, Tina's away today, and so I'm providing the weekly wrap-up for us all. And the first item I wanted to cover off today is interest rates. Interest rates, it's on everyone's mind, um, even more so now because they're going up and up. And we saw another 0.25% increase this week. Um, the reason being, inflation is still stubbornly high, productivity is low, and unemployment is low. And in fact, we'll actually start to see more future rate rises, in, uh, as which is quite surprising actually. A number of the banks revised their forecast off the back of the updated data that started to flow through over the last sort of three to four weeks. And as a result, now only now not only projecting one more rate increase, um, some of the banks are actually projecting three more rate rises to come. Okay, so we're expecting potentially not just one more, but three more. Um, and it's off the back of that data that's been flowing through, which seems to be sort of a common theme that's being reviewed month on month at the moment and, um, and potentially is the reason why banks are now revising their forecasts because the updated data is coming through and it's still not looking good, looking like where it needs to be. So um, keep that in mind um, for when you're calculating repayments, when you're understanding what your maximum comfortability is um, as we sort of start to see more rate rises roll through. Okay, um, so when are we expecting the cuts? And this is a, a question I get asked all the time at the moment. And obviously, nothing in life is guaranteed. Okay, so it's obviously a um, projection that's being made, um, which again has been um, forecast. The forecast has changed, uh, which is obviously a bit of a step backwards from where the forecast has been previously. Previously, it looks like um, the earliest cuts would come in place would be the end of this year. Um, however, all of the banks now have recast um, that opinion, and it's looking like the sort of start of next calendar year. Okay, so more like January, February, March is when the first anticipated cuts will come into place if they come in. Um, potentially, there's some talk at the moment um, um, from the different opinions, different professionals that are giving their opinion that um, rates may actually hold that level for quite a while. So um, that's also something just to keep in mind as well. Um, another aspect is, is is mortgage stress. Okay, so now we're getting to a level where interest rates are going above um, the level that borrowers were assessed at. Um, so if you were if you borrowed a loan uh, over the last sort of three or four years, your assessment rate would be somewhere between 5% and 6%. Sort of the more you go back in time, the higher that assessment rate um, was. Um, at its lowest, it was 5%. We're already past that interest rate for actual interest rates borrowers are receiving. Um, now we're at about five and a half as a market interest rate. Soon we'll be at six if these interest rate increases come through. So mortgage stress is going to be start, start to become more prevalent. This month, the month of June, is the highest month of this entire calendar year that fixed rates are expiring. I don't expect there to be this mortgage cliff that's touted by the media. I think what will happen is um, a lot more refinancing will occur for not just a better deal, but in fact, that'll take a back seat. Now it's going to be for extending the loan term, consolidating car loan, changing repayment to interest only. It's going to be cash flow. Cash flow is going to be king. And so I think we'll start to see more of that type of refinancing activity. Whereas before, it was more about, okay, well, can we get a better deal? You know, But now it's not going to be that. It's going to be potentially something where it's actually cash flow is, and would actually cost more to get that. If you extend the loan term, generally you're going to pay more interest. Okay, So don't think it's going to be a mortgage cliff, but I think there'll be more refinancing for cash flow reasons. Okay. Um, I was talking to a few agents this week as well, um, and um, they're starting to get some calls now for um, uh, uh, people wanting to sell properties to pay down their debt. 
Um, and I think that if you were in that situation where you're looking into the future and 1% more um, of the on your repayment on your interest rate is sort of going to come through, then and that would make you uh, sort of go into that more, you know, it would get really tight from your repayments perspective. Um, you'd want to be sort of thinking about, um, okay, well, do I need to actually pay down this debt? Do I need to sell a property to pay it down? Obviously, you don't want to have to sell a property if you don't, if you don't have to, but um, it's something just to keep in mind. And the agents are starting to get some calls like this at the moment. They also mentioned that um, some residu those residual buyers that were sort of carrying over from the last three or two months, that sort of price rise between maybe February to, say, May, um, they're mentioning that the buyers are now starting to reduce as well. But not this is like a, it's not overall, it's like, you know, specific categories of buyers. For me personally, first-time buyers still a really strong market. Um, a quick case study for the week. I had a client that came to me. Um, they couldn't purchase um, because of various reasons. Uh, they didn't have a permanent residency visa and um, they just moved here from overseas. Um, and what they ended up doing, I ended up putting them in touch with some uh, contacts of mine um, in the investment management space. Um, he had some investments that he could leverage um, and he ended up leveraging against those investments, um, releasing equity um, and able to purchase the property without going through a traditional mortgage serviceability assessment. So great case study, great outcome there. He'll then get some income history and refinance that loan to a normal style loan um, in due course. So that's a really cool case study as well. Um, but that's this week's wrap up. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And I, it's a long weekend actually this one, so especially the weekend. And I will catch you all next week. Thank you.